William randomly pulled out the book Love You Forever mm-hmm. from the bookshelf the other day for me to read to him at night. Mm-hmm. Y'all are familiar with this book. I... Yes. I thought I knew what this book was, mostly because it was on an episode <laughs> of Friends. Joey does a reading because yes. <laughs> he forgot a present for Emma. And he just kind of reads the first page and the last page. If that's all you read, it's incredibly tear-jerking and sure. heartfelt. Yes. So I just assumed it was like that with the middle being, I don't know, he goes off to college or whatever, and she's sad. So that's not quite it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not being dramatic when I say I kind of gasped and, and shook my head a couple times while reading this book to William. Because it is creepy AF. Yes. It's disturbing <laughs> on so many levels. And I feel like this book is in the lineup of books that you buy new mom. Like, new moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like someone having a yeah. baby. It's just there. It's a uh, bye-bye baby. It's all... Good night, moon. Yeah. Yes. I that is... I love you forever. The giving your, tree. Your baby yes. library. There. Yeah. It's... It, yes. Thank you. Part mm-hmm. of the baby library. Yes. Okay. This book... <laughs> <laughs> is F'd the F up. I don't want to give us an E like this early, so I'm just going to say F. But like the first couple pages is like, oh, he's a baby. And then he's like two years old and he's getting into mischief. And But when he's asleep, she, she, you know, she mm-hmm. goes in and she rocks him. Beautiful. So sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then he's a teenager. Yeah. And then even the artwork starts to get real creepy. Like all of a sudden the mom is spider walking down the hallway opening his door yeah and i i can only assume she's clutching a rag full of chloroform because she's she's going into her teenager's bed picking him up and rocking him back and forth i'm like Mm -hmm. okay well he's either in a coma or drugged um and so i'm like okay well that that's bizarre but I don't know. Maybe he's only 13. I, like, I, I don't know. Still I'm bizarre. still trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Sure. Because I'm sitting here rocking my little boy. And I'm like, yeah, please don't ever grow up and leave me. So she's. I'm still kind of with her. Mm-hmm. Creepy as it may be. <laughs> then she's putting a ladder atop her car, driving across town. And it says, sometimes on dark nights. Like, so... <laughs> The graphics are getting weird. The wording is even creepy because I'm like, maybe it's not supposed to be creepy. But the wording is yeah, creepy. it is. And so she, she essentially, her son is a grown man living, <laughs> I, I can only assume alone. <laughs> I doubt he's able to form attachments in healthy right. relationships. <laughs> right. She's driving across town, putting a ladder up to the second floor, crawling in, once again, coma or drugged Mm -hmm. she's picking him up and now she's old so she's she looks like she's shrunk a little bit too um but disturbing on on the more heavy set side this woman and and she's she's rocking this giant man baby and again if it ended there i'd uh creepy (laughs) really 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 creepy but it doesn't it doesn't end there This man has a baby. How? A baby. I don't know. Now, the only clue that there is someone else in his life is that there's two coffee cups on the counter. Now, this book has creeped me out so much. I'm Mm -hmm. looking for clues for normalcy. Yeah. Um, And there are two coffee cups in his kitchen, so maybe there's a wife involved. I don't know. Okay. I'm not saying, I'm just saying they may want to do a genetic workup on this this child's first pediatrician's appointment. Oh, gosh. But yeah, so it ends like his mom's dying and he he rocks her back and forth, back and forth. I love you forever or whatever. Does he crawl into her house or does he walk in? Um, Does she live with him? 
Oh. You know. Maybe it's her coffee cup. Oh! Angela. No, I didn't mean that. Oh, my God. It looks kind of like an old lady cup. An old lady cup. You know, I just one of them's a rainbow, too. She... Now, is that a subtle? I wonder if that's a subtle thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. There's a rainbow cup and a purple striped cup. Oh. I, I, I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. The book ends. He, ro- he, he rocks his mom back and forth. She's dying. You know, I'll love you forever. Then he walks up the creepy ass stairs into the dark room again and picks up his little baby girl, oh. which is like the twist at the end of the horror yeah. movie where uh-huh. it's like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. the bad guy's dead. Yeah. And then it's like, nope, it's somehow living on yep. <laughs> through a videotape or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's the so worst book ever. That's, that is what is in the baby library lineup. Mm-hmm. So it reminded me of an article I'd read. Uh-oh. You know. Another article. Yes. Sorry. But it was this writer. His name is Topher Payne. And so he's rewritten some creepy children's books. Ah! <laughs> like no. what? Lyrics. Not lyrics. Words. Uh, let me go back up and see. Because, of course, I Googled this. And I'm not going to be able to find it. I think Giving Tree was one of them. Mm-hmm. He rewrote. But it he... It made, the article made me laugh because it was talking about, he goes, especially because of the implication that the son will repeat his mom's slightly creepy behavior. It yes. sets up the cycle of behavior, repeating itself in the end. Clearly, the son is inheriting his mother's routine and presumably her ladder. That's just <laughs> chilling. But the, the, oh, how he rewrote no. one of the pages at the end, and it's the it's the page where the son, the grown son sitting on his bed and his mom's peeking through the the window Uh and the son said i love you forever i like you for always but what's going on here is it working for me (laughs) (laughs) so clearly setting up boundaries this is what children need to hear (laughs) mama go back home i think it's time to take this one out of the lineup i do too burn it (laughs) burn it all right i got a question for you guys how do y'all feel about this whole? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's gonna be a good making me uncomfortable. This whole free the nipple. Oh, I knew. Oh my gosh. I knew it was gonna be weird. Yeah. Your voice was strangely deep. Yeah. Well, how too, you were too excited to ask this question. <laughs> we know how you feel about it. How do I feel about well, it? Well, the oh. fact that you're asking in such a creepy way means you're like, free it. I just <laughs> free those nipples. Why, why not? I feel like we have oh, a bit of a voice. platform here. And we we have the ability to model what what we think should be. So why not right now? (laughs) Oh, Oh, I feel I feel violated. We all free our nipples. Here's the thing. I think it's unfair that men's nipples get to be free and women's don't. But I don't particularly want mine free. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. we just want the option. Right. Yeah. We want the patriarchy to end. Someone explain <laughs> how it wound up this way. It really makes no logical sense. If anything, we should have, you know, little holes cut out for our nipples. Because <laughs> technically, I'm I'm gesturing right now. You are. Yes. That's I'm gesturing. Awkward. Awkward. In, case, yeah. in case you're not envisioning what I'm saying. Because the breast is what's different. The nipple's the common denominator between us all, yeah? Yes. Men have a yes. Have yeah, them. but men have breasts too. Well, no, but, but I, we're I'm not just attracted saying, to like, breasts on men, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no. But the fact that you're allowed to show all of your breast but the nipple yeah. and it's legal. Yeah. And then men can makes walk absolutely around. Absolutely no sense. Like 
90% naked at a pool. Yeah. And then I were at the pool the other day and it was just, it really is horrifying when you think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The discrepancy. Who decided that it was okay for men to be shirtless, but women not? Shirtless? Who decided? With <laughs> drawers that are falling Did off of them. drawers? Yeah, drawers. We, drawers? You know, you know what's, <laughs> drawers. You know what's interesting though is the tendency would probably be to blame men Yes. For that. <laughs> but wouldn't you think men wouldn't have made that? Because they would have been like, you know, it'd be great if the women are walking around with no tops on all the time. Like, No, because, you know, we're their property and they want to be the only ones oh, is that it? to see mm-hmm. that. Well, obviously. Oddly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever makes you white men the most evil. <laughs> <laughs> you white men. Hi, I go, I'm looking at you. Yeah, I, know. I can't help but say white. <laughs> Did you put your... It's time to retan. <laughs> it's time to reapply, um, as you've obviously noticed. Uh, I don't know. So, is this a movement y'all could truly get behind, or do you think it's just like it's? It brings up some interesting topics about like, yeah, like you said, the patriarchy and like men sort of created the rules for society in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. White men created <laughs> not, the rules not for society in a lot of ways, in all the ways, in yeah, pretty much all the ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, could I get behind it? Like, would I have a bumper sticker that says free the nipple? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. I don't know well, about that's that. That's true commitment. Would you have it any is. bumper sticker about anything? No. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> maybe coexist. Uh, oh, oh, my I no. hate. Okay. Uh-oh. Bumper stickers are an issue for me. Like, I have real deep feelings about bumper stickers. Um, But I need to be careful because there is a there's lots of different groups of people. But at the end of the day, there's those who bumper sticker and those who do not. Oh, my God. You can divide the world into those two categories. But then within the bumper sticker grouping, Mm -hmm. there's multiple categories Mm -hmm. of people. For sure. So you might have the person who just has an Apple sticker on their car. That's not that big of a deal. You're still, you know, you're still in the bumper sticker people category, but I'm not annoyed by you. But I was behind a car yesterday or the day before, and it had a Star Wars bumper sticker. It had a lineup of children bumper sticker. Mm, It had what school they went to bumper (gasps) sticker. That is dangerous. It had like three or four others, and it just irked me. Mm -hmm. Or the, you know, my child's an honor student. Mm -hmm. Who cares? That's a peanut mm-hmm. allergy, mom. Yes. <laughs> God. Tell Look, you right it there. is not safe when you put your kids' schools and how many children you have on your car. I yeah. know. I think that is just a predator trap. Oh, my. Oh God. <laughs> well, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't like it when people put signs in their front yards telling them what school their kids go to yeah, or their kids' birthdays. That stresses me out. Or like, oh, not, now they know what a 16-year-old lives there. Do you remember when there was this thing that you don't want to put a stork in the yard when you have a baby? Because yes. people come and steal your baby? Yes. Oh, geez. And then when mm. I had my baby, my friends were like, why didn't you have a stork up? I'm like, well, because then he'd be kidnapped. And they looked at me <laughs> obviously, like I was absolutely insane. Well, they obviously haven't watched the right movies. Right. Right. So, But the, the bumper sticker stresses me out. I, yeah, I don't think I'm friends with anyone who has bumper stickers. <laughs> Except maybe a baby on board. What's different? What are the broad categories that you could break down bumper sticker people into? Because I feel like Uh, you've got you got your hardcore right wing. Yes, Yes. your political affiliation. Trump, Pence. They'll have Um, Make America Great. Don't take my guns. Yep. And this is the flag socialists. 
then you got your hardcore left wing, mm-hmm. which is going to be what you'll probably find a lot more of the coexist. It's the fish with the feet, mm-hmm. the yeah. Christian yes. fish Darwin. with the foot, yes. feet walking. Yeah, yeah. and like coexist. Uh huh. That I just see that one a lot. I'm like, yeah. And then okay. I feel like then it goes to like um, REI guy. Like, yeah, like, like hippie. Yeah. Like, like hippie or yeah. marathon. Crunchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Which there's probably more overlapping between that person and the hardcore left wing. Oh, the mom. There's the mom bragger. <laughs> yes. Mom bragger. There's, oh, the mom the bragger. bragger. Oh. Now, I oh. want to know who buys the bumper sticker uh, parent of a child at Harvard. I don't know. Is like, the kid buying that or is the parent the buying parent. that? No, the parent. Oh, 100%. parent. Definitely, yeah. right? It's just a brag reel. Your yes. car is your brag reel. Yes. And nobody knows who you are. And nobody That's cares. Mm-hmm. That's the person with the three-page Christmas letter. Yes. And do you know who the worst oh. person is of all? <laughs> the marathoner. Of no. all of them? Of all of them? Yeah. Really? No, just the half know. marathoner. No. Well, yeah. Because it's yeah. just advertising, hey, I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> 13.1. So have y'all ever had bumper stickers on your car? No. No. I don't think so. You know what? I... what? No, wait. One of y'all had a KLTY sticker. Uh, no. Mom. Oh, no. I not never me. Did. No. Oh, okay. No, I'd be no, worried no, no, I couldn't no. get the sticker off. Yeah, that's what else. I had a stress. Mustang. I didn't put anything on. Oh, that. that was a good car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I had uh, I've had hospital parking tags on mine before. Does that count? That does not on count. your no. bumper. I mean, well, on my windshield. Oh, so, yeah. wow, that yeah. does. Oh gosh, that does remind me of something. This is a slight shift. Sorry, <laughs> that's what a we're all about. Shift. That is what we do. <laughs> there was a story I read in the news about a hospital in Ohio. I think. Uh-huh. Where they did a kidney transplant and transplanted the kidney into the wrong person. Ooh. Which, you know, I've heard of like our wrong arms being amputated or like the wrong things being done. But like years ago, I didn't think this was something that was still happening <laughs> now. Wrong arms. <laughs> wrong arms don't well, happen anymore. Well, there's a reason they take markers now and like color all over you. Yeah, like what's this that one, this one, this one. Something what is protocol? that called? Universal protocol now. Sure. I don't know. There's that something that we do right. that Jordan, should never nurse. happen. You should know. I know. But anyway, should. the story totally freaked me out. And then. <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. I understand. They put the kidney in the wrong person. So they obviously took this person's kidney out and put a new one in. Well, both. Or did the both person not have a kidney? kidney transplants. So the person oh. who got it needed a kidney transplant. Okay. And thank God it was the right, like, oh, whatever it, it needs to be. It was a match. Okay. But then I'm thinking, what about the person who didn't get it? How much longer do they have to wait now? Oh, they were next boy. in line. Oh, that's um, scary. So it got me all in my head about just, like, butchering things. And I started mm-hmm. thinking, so there's this new show that's out that's called Dr. Death. Have you all yes. heard about it? Karen there's and a Georgia podcast. have been talking about it. It's a podcast about it. There is now a show about it. And did you guys know, (laughs) get ready to have your minds blown, that Dr. Death was a surgeon at the hospital that Jordan worked at early on? Like he knew of Dr. Death. Um, You possibly were like in the rooms or you were in the rooms of some of his patients. I was. And knew some of the nurses that I think were closer to the whole thing. Yeah. That is absolutely bone chilling. Mm-hmm. Bone <laughs> chilling. So the background story, because I'm not sure everybody has heard of this, although a lot of Dallas people have probably heard. But yes. Yeah, the doctor was Christopher Dunch. Dunch. And he was, uh, 
a spinal surgeon, basically. He did um, a lot of surgeries for people with like severe scoliosis. Um, and so he was fairly new to our hospital when I was in nursing school working as a tech in the ICU. And so we took care of his patients postoperatively. And honestly, at that point in time, I wasn't really aware of everything that was going on. Um, but basically, he butchered multiple patients, had oh several patients die from complications from a surgery. But like what turned out to be absolute gross negligence to the point that another surgeon, a vascular surgeon who assisted him on some procedures, took him to the medical board, basically saying that he had never seen such a high level of incompetence from a surgeon. And Whoa. this guy apparently had no idea what he was doing, like missing massive anatomical markers. Like, um, yeah, I mean, he was supposed to operate on, you know, C3 and he was down on thoracic two, <gasps> you know, like, I mean, just completely in the ah! wrong place. So was he on drugs or something? He, he was on drugs as a matter of fact. Ooh. So he, operated uh, one of the surgeries that went terribly wrong. And I'm pretty sure this person survived, but as a quadriplegic or maybe a paraplegic, either oh, way, gosh. was his best friend. <gasps> and the night the night before surgery, the two of them were partying together, cocaine till all hours. <gasps> what? And then in the morning came in and operated on his friend and butchered him. Oh my God. So, ah, so we by had, butchered, you mean? Well, I mean, just I botched the surgery. Okay. And he didn't die, though? I No, I'm pretty sure he survived, but I'm 99% oh. sure he's either a para or a quad at this point. Oh my How would his gosh. friend think that was a good plan? Well, I mean, cocaine makes people make really poor decisions, <laughs> I believe. Gosh. <laughs> Every, everything is a good plan when you're snorting coke. <laughs> I was like, I got the best idea. <laughs> Anyway, wow. so yeah, no, I, I, but again, I was not, I, I don't want to make it sound like I was like super in the know about all this. What I did hear about, the first thing I heard about was that case. And it was just like whispers around the unit because I knew a patient had, uh, had had some serious complications. And then the nurses, the more experienced nurses were telling me that yeah, apparently this was his best friend and they were out partying the night before. So that word had already started getting around. Oh so anyway, so a couple of years, well, I'd say a couple of years, probably more like five or six years back, this Dr. Death podcast came out and it was the first podcast I had ever listened to. And it was fascinating because it um, basically told the whole story from beginning to end. This guy's now locked up in jail, by the way, like he's in prison. Okay. Um, but it just talked about the negligence of the hospital systems that allowed him to keep yeah. practicing this, the system for physicians where it's almost impossible to like make somebody lose their license. I mean, it was mm. something that sh he should have lost his license much earlier, took forever to go through the whole process. Um, so it was just a really, uh, it was an interesting expose on that, but they had interviews with this Dr. Kirby, who's the doctor, the vas uh, vascular surgeon who, Kind of kind outed of him. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Who I had worked with Dr. Kirby before. Like it was oh just all gosh. fascinating. But it was so just a clarifying question. He wasn't necessarily doing it on purpose. He was just on drugs and messing up. Yeah. Because I had thought, because I've heard of Dr. Death before, I thought he was like purposefully harming mm. people. Yeah, no, there's no evidence that he was purposely okay. trying to do this. It was but just But he was just under the influence and operating on people's spines. Yeah. And, oh and so, my gosh. But, yeah. I mean the way the way Dr. Kirby talks about it in this podcast, it's like he said it was almost like you took somebody who had no idea of anatomy, basic anatomy, <gasps> oh. no surgical skills whatsoever, and he was operating on these people oh doing these massive surgeries. And so he left our hospital and then got 
positions at two more hospitals in our area and continued maiming people. Oh my gosh. Oh, mm-hmm. Did he ever have a successful surgery? Yeah, like, I think he oh, had okay. some. He had, yeah, okay. Enough that you could tell he actually, because apparently they, I mean, they started, I think said Dr. Kirby started reaching out to the people where he trained and kind of uh-huh. doing his own little fact finding. And they said he had gone through a full fellowship and was oh appropriately trained. I'm curious was like, and I may have to watch the show. I'll be curious to see how accurate the show is. But like, was he covering up his mistakes? Because yeah. there, even if he was high while he was doing it, when he comes down, he has to realize I've botched a ton of these surgeries. Mm-hmm. And then for him to keep going, knowing what he had done is mm-hmm. super criminal. So whether he went in right. intentionally trying to maim people, mm-hmm. he knew he was maiming people and continued to do it and continued to take the drugs. Um, but I'd just be curious if there was cover up too. Like, was he covering his tracks? Gosh, and there you had know, to been. well, was how the staff was he? The scared staff of obviously him covering was. his tracks too. I mean, do you I know? honestly don't remember. Word on the street. Yeah. Just Word on even the street. like the the surgical tech. They had to know the instruments. Yeah. Were like, um, <laughs> that's not how. You yeah, do about that. a foot north there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk Doctor? about how Hollywood like? glamorizes everything because I mean Pacey's playing I this know. role of this know, guy Joshua and Jackson he, oh, Dr. Like, Death. Ah, 75 times cuter <laughs> Christian Slater and Joshua Jackson it's on Peacock so are we team Pacey or team Dawson Pacey 100%. Dawson was so derpy yeah, he, he is will. the worst whiniest yeah. I started rewatching that and it's like oh was it bad no it's just so angsty. They're so moody. No. So moody. Oh, I loved God. that good show. Though. It was so good. I can't rewatch it but, with my 37 year old brain. No. 36 and a half year old brain. Because <laughs> I'm like, get over it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have a nap and a snack. I think your blood sugar's low. <laughs> have some juice and then talk it over again. Yeah. I, I think oh Dawson God. is on par with um, Gilmore Girls. Uh, what was her boyfriend? The moody boyfriend. Oh, he was awful. Dean. Oh, Dean. Yes. And Pacey oh, is, uh, was it Jess? Jess. Yeah. 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 Pacey mm-hmm. is totally anyway, the winner. Way better. They go for the ones with more personality. Do they end up together? I don't know how Dawson's no. Creek ends. I don't oh, gosh. I don't She's remember. not with Dawson. Oh, thank oh, God. Gosh, I don't know. We'll report back next. <laughs> yeah. We'll report back next week. I'll just go watch the end of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll ruin it for everyone. Yes. <laughs> no All right, worries. guys. Break time. Okay. okay. A British study <laughs> showed that the average adult carries around two secrets. Oh! <gasps> things they don't want other people to know. And I have oh in my gosh. hands a list of the top 25 secrets. <gasps> oh, I'm scared. Oh, that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, my God. My palms are sweating now. Mine too. Mine too. And it specifically, so it says that, oh, gosh, where is it here? The top of the list are... Mental health issues, hygiene, and affairs. <gasps> hygiene? What does what that mean? mean? I don't know. I might have a confession for you guys. <laughs> oh, oh like, hygiene like an STD or something? Does that have to do with hygiene? No, that's health. No, no <laughs> mental health. I don't know. Mental like, health is not an STD. <laughs> no, I know. Like, well, you, you never health. shower and you just you cover s- it up with he said, deodorant? Did you say health or mental health? Mental health. Mental okay, mental health. health. Hygiene. How do you keep that a secret? That's not even a secret. <laughs> It's not even a secret. Well, they might think it's a secret, though. I'm confused. Okay. And then it says that they 
that 25% of respondents said that they feel like these secrets directly affect their day-to-day lives, like just trying to keep them a secret. Oh, my God. I feel like so, I'm going to have diarrhea. <laughs> keep reading. with the top keep, keep ten. Oh, my secret. gosh. All right. Do y'all want to hear? I, so, and, and feel free to chime in when one of these is yours, Blink okay? once <laughs> if one of these belongs to you. <laughs> well, the hygiene one might become one real quick. <laughs> sweating a lot. All right. So, number one is mental health issues. Okay, yes. Which hey. people clearly hide that stuff. Yes, and that's right, understandable. Right. I don't hide that. Not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. we, we, Same. We all see it. Uh-huh. Um, two oh embarrassing incidents. What would, well, what would be an instance of an embarrassing incident? Oh gosh, um, like peeing your pants. Yeah, I'm being, feeling diarrheal. <laughs> I think I definitely have some embarrassing incidents. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's that's share. just normal. But I'm yeah, not. It's not normal. affecting my everyday life. No. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and just tell us, like, no. maybe the top one or two. <laughs> <laughs> your your internet history. Oh, creepy. Um, <laughs> Eating and snacking habits. No. No. It's not a secret. Y'all know. Mm-mm. I bet this one's a big one for a lot of people. Number of past sex partners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a count. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bank credit card statements. I guess the stuff you spend your money on. Yeah. Now, for yeah. you, I would imagine, if Ben's watching your credit card statements, that's oh. probably something you would, <laughs> you'd very much like to keep secret. Uh, no, but so this is what I'm thinking. Like, would I share it with my nearest, like, closest friends? Right. And everything you've said so far, I would. Okay. Yeah. I All would right. show, like, Heather my banks. There's nothing, uh, meaning I'm not yeah. spending, like, $30 a month on some creepy porn website, mm-hmm. which goes right. to four and five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so neither of those. Okay, keep going. All right. Faking an illness in the past to avoid a commitment. Oh, everyone's oh, pretended yeah. they were yeah. sick. Called in yeah. sick to work. Yeah, uh-huh. get out of here. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's nothing. For sure. <laughs> but, uh, that was before the days yeah. where you could call in well, right? Yeah. The mental health day. Yeah. Oh. Mental health day. Call in well. <laughs> uh, affairs, infidelities. Sure. One yeah. night stands. Illnesses, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, yeah. Wait, illnesses? Yeah, like if you have some kind of, well, I don't know if it was like embarrassing type secret he was trying to keep, but the dude who played, uh, Chadwick Boseman that played, uh, Black Panther oh, yeah. had colon oh. cancer and basically nobody outside of his family and doctors knew about it until yeah. he was just dead. That was yeah. so awful. Yeah, that still hurts me. That was a yeah. tough one. Yeah. Thanks uh, a lot, Jordan. <laughs> faking an illness. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, yeah. Smoking habits. Mm-hmm. No. Faking an illness to avoid work, which I guess I that thought we had same. already kind of hit on, mm-hmm. but money spent on food. On food. That's oh. the same with the snacking habits. Odd. Yeah. But that was This is what people do when they build them up at night. This was 2,000 people that were surveyed. Oh. This is like a stupid wow. family feud where you have one stupid outlier <laughs> who put a clue on the board that no one would yes. ever get. <laughs> oh my God. I yes. hate family feud. Yes. Oh, I yes. hate it. It's so stressful. Yeah. You speak about creepy guys. Richard Dawson that used to host that. Oh. Were we talking about creepy guys? Remember, yeah. Well, way back, remember the book about the the. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. That was like <laughs> yeah. Twenty seven hours ago. Throwback to the beginning of the okay. show and the we'll creepy here. mom, creepy yeah. son situation. Okay. But yeah, Richard Dawson. Remember how he used to kiss everybody. Mm-hmm. And like on the lips, right? Wait, who's Richard Dawson? The host of the Family Feud. Oh, yes. the original youngster. Like, he kissed 70s people on the mouth. Guy. He kissed people on the lips. <gasps> really? Yeah. Like guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No, the, that's every how I woman it anyway. on that show is like a sacrificial lamb <laughs> <laughs> to get like a thousand dollars for the family. 
Yes. Oh my god. It's gosh. like, all right, are you guys ready? Like you weren't prepping for the questions. You were prepping for the <laughs> uncomfortable the touching and kissing. <laughs> and that guy, I swear, smelled like he had been driving around in a station wagon with the windows up smoking oh, cigarettes. Ew. Uh, you not stale smoke. <laughs> stale smoke. Yeah. Okay, back Blech. to our list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh fears and phobias. Supporting an unpopular football team. That's what? Oh my god! Did it's, you it's preview British. this list? Did a man it's, make uh, this list? It's, it's, it's in England, so my <laughs> guess is the laws? football is not talking about American football. Yeah, it's talking yeah, about yeah. soccer. Okay, okay. And those people are very like, if you live yeah. in a certain area, you support this team. Okay. So let's say you live in, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm bad at Dorchester. Okay, we don't yes. need an example. <laughs> Yeah. And you support, you know, Man U, yeah. and you live in, I don't know. Devonshire. <laughs> what the hell? I live in Devonshire. Uh, name a sports team. I don't know. Okay, anyway, yeah, I get it. Uh, oh my gosh, I have to read you something. Hey, Angela. No, stop. Richard Dawson. Oh, okay. I do want to hear this. Listen, he kissed somewhere in the vicinity of 20,000 women during <gasps> his run on Family Feud. Before his death in 2012... He said that his kissing ritual started because of a nervous contestant. He explained that he reached out to grab the <gasps> contestant's shaking hand and kissed her on the cheek for good luck. The woman immediately relaxed and was able to provide a correct answer. Then the next contestant asked for a kiss from Dawson. The rest is history. Oh, jeez. But it moved oh, from the cheek I'm to the sure. mouth? She what? literally, he was probably the first one who literally said she asked for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but I was I checked out for a minute. <laughs> too, just, far. Just, nope. too far. No, funny line. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, I lost my list. Um, all right. <laughs> Are you gonna find a good one? Yeah, time spent <laughs> at a bar and pub. What? That's something okay, that you well, this is kind of. That's someone who's an alcoholic, though. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. Which then goes on to uh, drug abuse and then separately alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Having a celebrity crush. Now that's. What? I think. No. I think it would only be as. Like if the celebrity you have a crush on is not somebody other people would find yeah. attractive. No, or but that's is still this, not something is that is debilitating. Weird... Do yeah. you remember when people had major crushes on what was the guy's name from American Idol? The redhead guy. Oh, the Clay, Clay. Aiken. Clay Aiken. <gasps> yes. I remember that being slightly controversial because who there had... was like groups of people who had big crushes on him and then other people were like, What? Oh. Anyway, that just stuck in my head. Did Clay you Aiken. have a crush, Heather? I'd probably keep it a little bit of a secret. No. I would fall into the what category? I would too. Yeah. Uh, all the people. How good you are or are not at something. So do you see people that would be embarrassed oh, of how good they are at something? No. No. What if they're really good at lying? Oh. Or oh. really good at murders. <laughs> <laughs> Moida. Political opinions. Oh, yeah. yeah being on a sure. diet. Family history. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, family yeah. history and political, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so there are things on that list I would lie about. So, yes, I guess that's like a secret, yeah. so to mm-hmm. speak. But there's nothing on that list I wouldn't tell to my very closest friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. I don't think. Unless I've just forgotten stuff. I kind of yeah. don't want to know if you have hygiene Lies. Your lies about hygiene. I don't know. That's so bizarre. So the lies about hygiene. I mean, obviously you can't hide body odor effectively like right. people would know. But it would be probably like, 
I only brush my teeth every other day, or I don't wear deodorant. Or maybe or like incontinence or things like that. But that's not hygiene, oh, is that's it? That could be. Yeah. But that, that just came like to my health mind. Issues, I think. But. Oh, oh. But now that, I'm teary-eyed. That could be one, <laughs> and I would definitely hide that. Like if one of us were in adult diapers right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've thought about starting. It would just be so much more convenient, <laughs> oh, wouldn't it? My gosh. Would, I mean, well, I'm obviously about to, he wouldn't have an issue telling us. I'm about to drive to Austin, and you, it'd be really convenient to not have to stop to pee. Are you familiar with the Purewick? <laughs> oh my gosh. Have we talked no. about that on here before? No. I don't I'm think uncomfortable. So. It's a long cylindrical shaped thing mm-hmm. that has foam inside it, and you hook it up to suction tubing. And women in the hospital can use it. You put it down there, and oh. incontinent women. It's just on constant suction, so when you pee, it's absorbed into this thing, and yeah. it sucks it out into a canister. I can't travel with that. Well, we they make portable <laughs> suction, and oh, we that's can true. hook it up to your AC uh. or your uh, yeah your DC in your car. <laughs> My God, we could probably for a three hour yeah. <laughs> car ride. And for and imagine? for guys and for guys, they make condom catheters. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you just roll. you guys can just pull over and pee in a bottle. Yeah, but who wants to pull over? Yeah. That's that's wasting time. If you're trying to crush it on your road trip, man, <laughs> you want to plow through. You don't want to be stopping. Stop so I think we're going on a road trip tomorrow. I think we mm-hmm. should. Uh, Not happening. I could go up to the hospital and get myself a. I've got to get you guys outfitted. <laughs> <laughs> that's so disturbing. All right. I think we're done for this week. Oh, that, that should do it. We, I think we covered, covered it all. Basically everything. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.